Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, managing editor of Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com. Here for uh, the, uh, technically, it's the March 15th edition of the Fightful Wrestling Podcast. Brought to you by LivingSharp.com. Head over to LivingSharp.com. Get a gift idea for any occasion, for any emotion, and for any price, most importantly. Also, check out our friends over at Pro Wrestling Crate and save when you use that code FIGHTFUL. Show them some love. Hit them up on Twitter. Let them know that you heard about them through Fightful.com and the Fightful podcast. We're going to talk a little 205 Live NXT. Uh, we're going to talk about BTE, some Lucha Underground spoilers. First off, I want to thank those of you who uh, sent your well wishes and condolences. Uh, my grandfather passed away today, but there's nowhere I'd rather be than talking some wrestling with you guys. It, it helps the coping process, so I just wanted to thank you guys uh, for those of you who reached out in regards to that. 205 Live this uh, this week looks like we're going the direction of a Cruiserweight tag team title. And I dislike that as much as I dislike the IWGP Junior Heavyweight tag titles because I, I like the clash of styles. I don't necessarily want a bunch of big dudes facing a bunch of big dudes or a bunch of small dudes facing a bunch of small dudes, even though the styles clashes are uh, more prevalent among the small guys because one can work a power style, one can work a technical, one can work a high flying. You have more options. But it it definitely looks like Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa are getting that push. They picked up a win on Monday night over, uh, over, I mean, I don't know what the stable's called. You can call them the Luchadors. You can't call them LWO 2K18 or anything like that. But I think that... uh, Tazawa and Atami would be a good tag team just on Raw. Maybe they'd be a little bit smaller, but what's wrong with that? I mean, what is wrong with having just a couple of guys who can get in there and work and kick the hell out of you? And uh, Akira Tazawa has has a, a load of charisma. Why why not put a little bit into that? Uh, Andrew Dockery says, not like NJW, NJPW really puts much in the tag scene, sadly. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Unfortunate. Anyway, Tommy's using that new finish. The 
I don't know why he does the <laughs> reverse DDT hold with it, like Sting used to do for the Scorpion Death Drop. Then he turns it around into a cravat, drops down to his back, and cracks the guy, cracks his knee across the guy's face. I'm just thinking, why don't you do the cravat to begin with? Why are you doing that extra step? It's like I remember when people, I think maybe even Sting did it, where they would do the scoop into the reverse DDT. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes a little bit of sense, but a lot of that looks like like some move that a, a kid created on a 2K game in the making a finisher thing and or the create a finisher deal where you go through all these steps just to hit a little move. Didn't like it. Think you should just go with the cravat into the knee. It makes it simple. It's a lot quicker. Can do it uh, a lot more sudden. I, I do hate 205 Live occasionally having glimpses of the zoom and shit. The 205 Live uses the hard camera a lot more than Raw or SmackDown. <clears throat> but I will say that those ringside cams, I can't wait until somebody else is in charge of those. What a mess that stuff is. Also, Vic Joseph. He's starting to learn that WWE style, which isn't a good thing because he was a much better commentator when he started off. But you're starting to hear the oohs and the old mans and stuff like that. But I still think he's better than anybody else calling wrestling on the WWE main roster at this point. So uh, kudos to him. He's he's doing a great job there. The Mustafa Ali promos. I like that they're giving these some love. Like he went out and he did something creative. He did something different. And they're running with it. And it's 205 Live, so they're going to be able to run with it a little bit more than than a lot of other people can and a lot of other shows can. But sometimes creativity is what, what breeds being over. And with Mustafa Ali, I don't think he's ever been more over than he is right now. That being said, he's not like way over anything among people like me who watch the show all the time. Yeah, I'm sure he is. But a casual fan or even not even a casual fan, just a person who watches Raw, probably not so much. We had Roddy and Cedric. Ooh, this was a good match. I loved the turnbuckle spot where Roddy had him in like a fireman's carry or a reverse fireman's carry into the buckle on the apron. Ooh, you better believe if I'm working a match this year, I'm stealing that shit. I'm stealing it. It's a beautiful spot. I love it. And that end of heartache spot. Wow. That is as hard as I've ever seen one hit. For those of you unfamiliar, the the end of heartache is the suplex into the lung blower. It's very similar to the to the lumbar check that, that Cedric Alexander uses. But holy crap. That was just sick, high velocity, great stuff, man. Great stuff. And uh Cedric Alexander picked up the whim with a with an inside cradle, a small package, punched his ticket to WrestleMania. So uh, I have this in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly that drops on Friday, but I've talked to the same couple of sources over the past year about 205 Live, and the narrative hasn't changed. WWE wants to make this a a good show, and they want to make it a show that people want to tune into, even people who watch Raw. The problem is they've had all these guys that have gotten in trouble or walked out, and they're, they're still looking to stack the deck. They're looking to add things. They're looking to do different things to draw people to this show. And they do want this show to be like their their cult favorite show, which is kind of funny because they, they do already have that to a degree in NXT, but it's not live. And they want a live cult show like that. So uh, we'll see how that turns out. But WWE, for 
all you can say about how they don't build things, they don't build things. They haven't built the cruiserweights great on Raw. They did for a while when Enzo was was leading the charge, but they put a lot of resources into 205 Live and a lot of names into 205 Live that could probably do them some service on the main roster. Somebody says, without that setup, it'd be too similar to Hurricane's old finish. I don't know what finish you're talking about that Hurricane ever used. Because, I mean, I did a podcast with the man for a while, and he did the move that he did the vertebraker. He did the move that that Finn Balor's using these days. Uh, I, I think he used, like, a neck breaker off the second rope. He used a choke slam. But he I don't think he used a cravat into a knee, knee to the face. I don't think that's one that he used. Maybe I could stand corrected, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that uh, that's that's not one that he used. Uh, Phantom Reloaded says Okada doesn't need to ripcord for his Rainmaker when you think about it, but it's the showmanship of it. Well, I can tell you from personal experience, a short arm clothesline like that does it. It helps create a lot more impact, especially when you're you're bringing both bodies into each other like that. I love the the Rainmaker. I hated it at first. I was like, man, you, you serious? A clothesline? That's that's the big one in Japan. Then I then it got protected like everything else. Uh, I'll put it like this: a head kick from me, it might knock you out. A head kick from Mirko Krokop, it will knock you out. That's a finish. Clothesline from me, probably not going to knock you out. A clothesline from Okada, it's probably going to knock you out. I'm okay with that. Same thing with uh, with super kicks, DDTs, any of that stuff. So uh, that was 205 Live. Quick, good. Roddy Cedric match was, was really good. It could have went a little bit longer, but hope Roddy stays up on, on 205 Live a little bit. But he's going to be on WrestleMania weekend anyway, as we'll find out. <clears throat> Over on NXT, yeah, I never liked Riddick Moss or Tino Sabatelli individually, but as a team, I'm, I'm enjoying them. They have a certain connection and uh, let's, Let's be honest, a certain level of just utter douchiness to them that makes them such a hateable team. I didn't even like Tino on Breaking Ground, and a lot of people thought a lot of him. I, I just wasn't one of them. I didn't think he connected on on uh, on that, but whatever. This match was short. Is with Sanity. Sanity won. They're advancing in the tournament. They should. I, I, I'll say this every time until somebody – Backs up my statement. Sanity's entrance live is one of my favorites. I love it. The the helicopter sounds, the music, the spotlight, the masks. I love it. It's such a cool entrance live. TV doesn't do it justice. And and the laughs that go across the speakers too. It's a really good one. Someone asks my views on John Bravo's documentary releasing this Friday. I'm not giving him any publicity until he releases something worthwhile. We'll see Friday. We get another silent Tommaso Ciampa segment. NXT had handed out Gargano signs before this. It's good. It, it's funny because he's talking on social media. But he's, he's not talking out in front of the crowd. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I like Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I've said this on the podcast a few times too. I don't know if you all have ever seen the way that he was written off Ring of Honor TV. But it was the best way I've ever seen a write-off done in my life on a wrestling show. Tommaso Ciampa had 
had issues with attacking officials and yada, yada, yada. And Nigel McGinnis, now the announcer for NXT and 205 Live, said that if he touched an official again, he's fired. He's done. He's gone. So there would be a lot of tease spots where he would almost run into a ref or he would like lightly strike a ref on accident. And he'd be like, oh, crap, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my job. Well, during his last match in Ring of Honor, everybody knew he was leaving. Everybody knew he was leaving. And they were chanting, thank you, thank you, Ciampa, stuff like that. So he's gone. Everybody knows he's gone. And after the match, he just beats the absolute shit out of a referee. That was his write-off. He got fired. He got suspended for life. He's done. He broke the rule. I thought that was awesome. Well worth going out of your way to see. Dakota Kai against Lacey Evans. I, you know, I wonder how Dakota is going to work out as she's going to draw comparisons to Bailey. For better or for worse, she is. Uh, with you know, she's got her own little her, her own hairstyle and she's got the colorful outfits and the outfits are sort of similar to Bailey, but she's a different kind of woman, uh, different different build, different offense. Uh, also has a a very sympathetic sympathetic uh, plight to her. I, I would I would say. Kai immediately wins with a roll-up. Shayna Baszler comes out and bullies Kai, and Shayna just backs Kai down so well right here. Ember Moon comes out. They brawl after Ember confirmed that they were going to do this again at New Orleans. And when Shayna got the the heads up or the, got, got the advantage on Ember Moon, Dakota Kai gave Shayna the receipt. I love that because it's setting up for weeks ahead. Whether Shayna wins or loses at NXT TakeOver New Orleans, that's setting up a little something right there. I'm digging it. I like it. Never got heavy machinery. Not my thing. Whatever. I'm sure that Vince will turn Otis into a dancing heel or dancing baby face. He pretty much is. But he would. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park have loved Tucker Knight in the 90s. Oh, my God. He would have been feuding with Duke the Dumpster Drossy, or maybe he would have been Duke the Dumpster Drossy in the 90s. He would have loved Tucker Knight. Uh, there's a comedy spot that ends in Ford bumping his ass off for Otis. They did a little bit of everything in this short match. It wasn't a standout, but it was just a few minutes. It was just a few minutes. So what, what really can you get done here? There's not a lot. Just gotta gotta roll with what you have, and that's what they did. Street Profits got the win, as they should. They are a great act. Montez Ford's gonna be something special eventually, especially if he and Bianca become a thing, become an item on TV. 
Ooh, you want to talk about two characters that are just on the up and up, on the up and up. And there are some people who uh, say that the the Street Profits gimmick is is playing off of racial stereotypes. I I don't necessarily think so. I think it reflects some of the personalities of of, of some people today. Like, what's what's wrong with that? I mean, you're going to have that for any gender, any race, any age. So uh, you'll you'll have some that that portray that in a more stereotypical manner, and you'll have some that portray that in a less stereotypical manner. But I, I don't see anything particularly offensive. Now that that being said, I'm not a black man, so I'm not one to speak. I love these two guys, Dawkins and Ford. I think they're I think they're really really good. Dunn versus Adam Cole. I love Dunn using that that double wrist lock from a standing guard. If you've watched any shows where I break down like stuff like that, you know, I'm a double wrist lock geek. I came from a catch wrestling background and a double wrist lock is a go-to for us in that. Uh, always was at least. It's almost weird to see Bobby fish on these shows, knowing that he's hurt and it feels like it was so long ago, even though it's just been a few weeks, but he's still out there. Cole catching Dunn's backflip with that kick was sick. I love that. Uh, I don't think that Dunn should be foiled by distractions like he was, though. Although he did get the better of of Cole and, or Fish and O'Reilly, it was a little bit. It was a little frustrating because he's grimy. He should know these tricks. Now, maybe not the three on one tricks. Maybe maybe I'm just giving. I'm just giving it a little too much criticism, but I think that Dunn should be a little bit above that. Like even in this partnership with Roddy, maybe Roddy falls for that or he's about to fall for that. And Dunn's like, no, 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 no. Here's what I would do because I'm a grimy motherfucker. Pardon my French, but he is. Look at him. He is. (laughs) The suplex neck breaker over the knee by Cole. Wow. That was incredible. That was incredible. DQ ends it, but Roddy Strong makes the save. So he's going to punch his ticket for WrestleMania soon enough, too. Good match. Good segment. I love Aleister Black dressing for the occasion for the the contract signing. Zelina is great. And she reps Andrade Cien Almas here. He's not there. I thought that Aleister Promo's delivery was good, and that was about it. The short jokes, like I think he made two or three of them. I'm like, okay, women are naturally shorter than most men. Just a biological thing. It's not a controversial statement. But Alistair's like, by the way, you're short. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she knows by now. She's standing in there with a full-grown man competing for a heavyweight championship. You expect <laughs> – what were you expecting? Did you think Nicole Bass was going to second – Andrade seeing Almas, that's not the way it works, Playboy. And I, whatever. I mean, it didn't look, make him look like egregiously stupid or anything. It was just, that's the best you have. No wonder you don't talk a lot. Your, your shit talk game is absolute trash, bro. Come on. Just so weird. What a, short jokes? Who did that? Who thought, who said that's the way we need to go? Short jokes. Eh, maybe call Andrade a pussy for not being out there. Anything that works better, whatever. 
Alistair brings out Candice LeRae, who beats Zelina's ass. I didn't think that the brawl looked particularly good. I thought the forearms looked a little janky, and I love Candice LeRae's work, but she was, like, taking her time getting in the ring to, to follow up, and it just didn't look like, like Candice was there tonight. And yeah, I'm a big fan of Candice LeRae. I'm stoked that they signed her. But it just it seemed a little off. It seemed a little off. That being said, I want to see Zelina wrestle again. So bring it on. Candace Zelina, hose me down. I mean that in a wrestling sense. You freaks. Being the elite this week, it was the showdown. The penis pretender versus Hangman Page. Yeah, I'm supposed to maybe be getting an interview with Hangman soon again. I don't know. Uh, we're supposed to work it out with New Japan. We'll see. Lots of stuff I'm supposed to get. But this was funny. I love that they brought in Matt and Nick Jackson and Cody Rhodes into bar wrestling as a surprise. Like, they're, you know, I watch so much wrestling that I, I, I try not to be jaded because I love what I do. I Like I said, I'd rather be nowhere else than covering wrestling right here. I love it. I can't imagine doing anything else for a career. But I, I'm reserved at events. I go there and I'm I'm quiet. I sit back. I kind of take everything in. I loved how crazy everybody was going here. See, I like I like to be reserved. I like the rest of the crowd to be crazy and nuts because it's it's just it makes it's a more fun environment for me to even soak in. And that bar wrestling crowd was so excited to see uh, the elite out there <laughs> coming out. Cody with a boom mic and uh, Matt and Nick Jackson trying to. trying to keep a straight face while they filmed this and even joey ryan's wife couldn't stay couldn't stay straight during this segment really really good cody rhodes stirring the pot a little bit trying to get uh nick jackson to become a single star i am so intrigued with the the fracture or lack thereof a bullet club because now at one point it looked like you would have Maybe Atama Tonga, who I think can step up and be an upper mid-card to top-of-the-card guy in New Japan. I really think he can, uh, at least as a singles. And then you put Camacho and – God, I call him Camacho. Hikuleo and uh, Tongaloa together as a team. I thought it was going to be him. I thought it was going to be Cody and Kenny Omega. But now – now, my God – you got Marty Skrull competing for the Ring of Honor World Championship WrestleMania weekend. And he is ready. I watched that match with Punishment Martinez, and that match with Punishment Martinez last weekend was about a- as good of uh, a 10-minute match as I will. I think I'll ever see. I'm asked about New Japan Cup. Man, I am so far behind and with the, the issues today. I haven't been able to catch up on that. I am going to, though, or at least highlights of it and the interactions, and, you know, I always post the New Japan Ring of Honor fight size updates that have the videos and everything in them, so I will get you caught up on that. I I just, I'm such a big, I I don't want to say big fan, but I really enjoy being the elite. It's so good. It's every week. It's different creative content that is in canon in Ring of Honor and New Japan, and now Bar Wrestling. My God. If you all watched Listen Your Boy today, we talked about the cease and desist that Ryan sat in a pro wrestling sheet friend of mine got because he posted Lucha Underground spoilers. 
And I asked Jimmy, what do you want me to do with these spoilers I have? And he said, you run them. Okay, I ran them. If you don't want to hear Lucha Underground spoilers, go ahead. Hit the bricks. Call it night, my friends. Because we're we're towards the end of the show. Anyway. So I'll run through the 310 and 311 results, which are have some big stuff on it. Cage over Eli. Phoenix over Aerostar. Dra- Dragon Azteca Jr. interfered in Phoenix. Attacks and injured Dragon Azteca. Marty the Moth Martinez beats the injured Dragon Azteca to win the Gift of the Gods. Pentagon over Mil Muertes and King Cuerno to retain the Lucha Underground title. But then Marty the Moth cashes in and defeats Pentagon with the help of Chelsea Green. Ooh, Chelsea Green, what a hot free agent that, that woman is. Uh, she has star written all over her. And it's funny because you have members of, in my opinion, the two most successful seasons of Tough Enough kind of integrated here because look look at what the last season of Tough Enough has already gotten. Velveteen Dream, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Chelsea Green. That's it. That's it. Then the season before that, you've got, um, what was it? Marty the Moth, Lise. That's enough too. Lise, I think, I've heard she's had maybe some attitude problems. I don't, she's, I've interviewed her a couple times. She's been nothing but pleasant to me, but I don't work with her. She would be a good one. I would. I can't believe WWE hasn't signed her up. Jack Swagger is at the tapings. That's that's you know a good move for him. I think it's a logical move for him. If he has a strong showing, maybe New Japan will show some interest in him because they love those hosses. And it's weird because they they didn't distance themselves from Michael Elgin, but. I, while I don't think a Jack Swagger is as good as Michael Elgin in the ring within those four, those four, those turnbuckles, Jack Swagger would be a natural sirloin beef sons of bitch that would slide in there. But we have the full spoilers over at Fightful.com. Check them out now before we get our cease and desist that Jimmy will have me absolutely ignore. <laughs> I did a Ring of Honor 16th anniversary post show last week. Check that out. Uh, most importantly, Share the show. Let people know about it, please. Uh, leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe. I know Ivelisse was fired from WWE. That was a long time ago. And um, that is something that would not affect her these days. I'll just say that much based on what I know. That was uh, a lot of Bill DeMott stuff from what I understand. But uh, let us hear what you want to see. What, send in questions for these shows. We have some pre, uh, premium content coming up very soon to Fightful.com that you all are going to really like. A lot of exclusive stuff. Uh, stuff that should be tucked away and hidden away, but we're going to release. But definitely check that out. Support Fightful.com. Head over to fight, FightfulWrestling.com. If you don't like MMA or boxing, that's fine. Whatever. FightfulWrestling.com just divides it up for you guys. I want to thank you all so much for joining me at 1.30 in the morning Eastern time. means a lot to me. Thanks for keeping me company, and I hope you all enjoyed the show. Send me some questions for next week's show. Until then, I'm out.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.